And the first time I channeled was to try to channel the healing for this curse to try and figure it out. And, and I figured it out. And basically, I started communicating with a being. This being was on the Galactic Federation of Light, allegedly. Um, and they started giving me what was basically the, the process for running this healing on myself. Hi. <laughs> How are you, Pete? How are you doing? I'm good. Things are good. Things are good. Yeah. I, Welcome. Uh, I, I, I ran. I ran back from the gym to to do this. So I, I abbreviated gym visit just to make this podcast happen. So I'm really excited to be here. So it's good. I feel really, really special now that you cut your gym time short because I, <laughs> I find my gym time to be very sacred. I, I do that yeah. every day to make sure that I'm grounding myself and I, and I give myself that personal time. So thank you yeah. for cutting that short. I got, I got, it was, it was an excuse to not do squats. So <laughs> I really, I, I wasn't. I wasn't in the mood to do squats today. So I'm like, and, and this gave me an excuse. I'm like, I got that, I got that podcast. No reason to do squats. I took it easy. So I kind of, I kind of sent it in today, but anyway. You can't skip leg day. That's what I keep hearing. I, know, I see memes I all the time about that. I know. Oh my goodness. I did Pete. it. I did it. I did it's it. Okay. I know. It's okay. It's th okay. I think it'll be okay. Yeah. You can always do it next week. Thank so. you. Thank you. <laughs> anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. I, I feel like, okay, so before we started, um, I was joking yeah. that you are Reiki royalty and you said, oh no, stop that, stop that. Don't, don't, you, you didn't want me to inflate your ego, I think. Is I'm, what not, you I'm not getting any free dinners off of that. I'm not like yeah. getting led in any clubs because, oh, it's, here's the Reiki guy. Like, let's yeah. let him, let's, 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 let's bring him into the VIP room. No, I'm not. So if I'm Reiki royalty, maybe I, I, I you yeah. know, it's, it's not something that like, I'm, 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 I'm holding tightly to the chest here, but like, I mean, yeah, right. I, I have been doing Reiki for a long time. Um, I do some really unique stuff in terms of Reiki. Yeah. Um, you know, my, 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 my exploration into Reiki, like just, I just got super into it and I did yeah. everything that I could find as far as Reiki. And then I started to channel my own Reiki and then I started to channel, um, you know, automated Reiki and things like that. And just started doing stuff that other people weren't doing. And, yeah. um, it just, it just all happened kind of like pretty quickly, but uh, Reiki royalty. Yeah. Okay. If you say yeah. so, sure. Fine. That's, that's, <laughs> I had to open up with that just to give some context as to, you know, part of the reason why I wanted to to have you on the show is that, you know, I'm also an energy healer. I'm a, I'm a Reiki master and I'm attuned sure. in Arcturian Reiki, which is the Reiki that you um, channeled. There we but go. But I yes. wanted to... Yes. Hear your full story because I know only bits and pieces of your story from sure. just what I've read on your Instagram and stuff. So, sure. like, how about for for me sure. and all of the listeners and viewers? Let's start at the beginning of just like who was Little Pete? Where did all yeah. this start? Who was Little Pete? Wow. Yeah. Uh, so to go back, Little Pete was, um, you know, was bipolar. Um, yeah. And, you know, I struggled with bipolar my, my, you know, majority of my life. And, um, you know, little Pete had years where he was 
wild and crazy and like just mm-hmm. a ball of energy and other years where he was not at yeah. all really had some, you know, some struggles with depression at an early age. Um, and really was just, you know, assuming that everyone else is on a roller coaster. I was on a yeah. roller coaster. I was always on a roller coaster. I just assumed everyone else is on a roller coaster. And then I find out later in life that like, it's not, that's not the case. <laughs> like mm-hmm. the, the highs and lows that I was experiencing was, was really just unique to me. Um, so I think my childhood, I was, you know, I struggled a lot with bipolar disorder. Um, it was very, very challenging and anxiety too. Mm-hmm. It was very challenging. Um, and, uh, you know, I think I, I fell into the uh, classic substance abuse path, self-medication with alcohol, cigarettes, yeah. weed, all that stuff um, as, a, as a younger teenager. And, um, you know, I think uh, I, you know, I don't know that I would consider my, that, that I would consider myself an alcoholic at any point, but like, I think I, I abused alcohol more than I should have. Mm-hmm. Um, and that started at an early age. So that was part of my path as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. little Pete was, you know, up and down, you know, and it really depended on the year. Yeah. And so as you were going through the bipolar journey, as you were going through the substance abuse, alcohol and whatnot, did you feel like you had a support yeah. system when you were younger? Did you feel like you had people around you that could help you through that? <laughs> no, 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 not no. at all. Uh, I'm from a small town. Um, I, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty blue collar where I'm from. So even having a therapist was not the norm. I never Mm -hmm. had a therapist growing up. Therapy was never really in, in my purview. Um, my mom was very mentally ill. She suffered from bipolar as well and schizophrenia. And, Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, you know, even she didn't seek medical treatment. I mean, it was very, um, Mm -hmm. It was a simple life full of a lot of like simple folks and the remedies were not there. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, like I, I, I just self-medicated, you know, cause I didn't know any better. Um, yeah. so no, I don't think I ever felt like I had a support system. I had parents that were, um, one was stressed and the other one was out to lunch. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, they, they gave me love in their own way, but like they weren't able to, give me what I needed at that time for, for my mental health. So no, I didn't have yeah. a support system per se. Yeah. So I know just from looking at your social media and the, the few parts of your story that I do know, there was a change where you felt like you were able to start taking charge, I guess, of your mental health. Can you talk a little bit about kind of what changed sure. and, and, and what shifted? Sure. So, um, I guess we could talk about my spiritual awakening, um, really the first one. And I was 30 and I had been dealing with bipolar my whole life. Um, was still not diagnosed, but had been dealing with it my whole life. And, um, you know, I was drinking a lot. I was in New York. I was working a lot. Um, I was really up and down and I fell into a really deep depression at 30 and, um, I couldn't get out of it. I couldn't get out of it. I was, I was so depressed. I was so just, uh, in a, in a pit of hopelessness 
and feeling lost about my career, about my life, um, that uh, I really had to look at myself and like it was a, you know, existential crisis, truly. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, and this is about well, how old am I? Fifteen. This is about fifteen years ago. Um, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was a really catastrophic time for me. And um, you know, funny enough, in the thick of it, I sort of turned to religion, or I'll say that I turned to religious texts and religious material, because mm-hmm. what I found out was that, you know, in being, you know, a, a full-blown victim, you know, these things are happening to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and as we ascend and as we get more advanced, we see that these, ha- these things are happening for us. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I was like looking at some website or, or a book or I, I don't remember what exactly. I think it was a website. And I was looking at the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, no, these are, these are me. <laughs> it's just like, I'm doing yeah. all these, yeah. you know, I'm like, I'm like knee deep in sin. Um, yeah. And, you know, as a person that was not religious at the time, I was like, there's something going on here. Mm-hmm. Like I am, am, am sourcing this chaos that's in my life. I am the source of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that was the first time that I really looked hard at myself spiritually, um, mm-hmm. and relied on religion because I didn't know really where else to turn. Yeah. Um, and I think that understanding of, you know, there is right behavior and wrong behavior, you know, and, and not to, and, and not to say, you know, and I hate, I, hate to use, I hate to use the word right and wrong, but like there's, mm-hmm. there's healthy behavior and there's unhealthy behavior. And, and that mm-hmm. was the first time I really started to look at my behavior um, and really tried to find ways to, to adjust. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, I, the, the, some religious text was help was helpful. And then I, I really got into the personal development. Um, yeah. And the first book that really turned me on to positive psychology was Tony Robbins' um, Awaken the Giant. Mm-hmm. And it was that book that really, a lot, it gave me a compass toward mm-hmm. healthy behavior and towards yeah. mental health. Um, yeah. And I think that like launched me into a path where really since then I've been a personal development zealot and, yeah. you know, I live, eat and breathe personal development and, and virtues and values and aligning with values and things like this. Um, and really aligning with your true authentic self. Um, mm-hmm. you know, that really, that time started that path for me and it was really, yeah. really fundamental yeah. for me. Yeah. And then sure. later on around that same time I got into new age spirituality and then that, that, that kind of took it to the next level. Yeah. Yeah, I I I've yeah. heard so many great things um in there but the the first thing that I noticed is that you called that your first spiritual awakening and that it kind of kicked off sure. a path of more spiritual awakenings and and I have to also just say I love yeah. the fact that yeah. you were kind of speed running the seven deadly sins that's the first time I've heard somebody um kind of say that they were doing all <laughs> yeah. of this oh, I, I collect these I collect all these yeah collect them all three, I got I got all these yeah I came to New York to to specialize in all these 
I yeah, mean, perfect. you know, next next to no. Las Vegas, there's probably not a better place to um, commit all the seven deadly sins than New York City. So uh, congrats on that. Um, there's not. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Um, more, but there's, anyway, there's, there's more bar. There's more bars than, than people. That's yeah. There's a lot of bars. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Um, so, okay. So you um, look at some religious texts, you discover Tony Robbins that kind of kicks you off yeah. into personal development. Tell us the yeah. next leg of this story and kind of what the next yeah. kind of um, spiritual awakening looks like and how you went deeper into personal development. That's great. That's great. Um, so it's interesting because the personal development and the spiritual awakening all kind of happened in tandem. Yeah. Um, they're not, they're, they're very different, but they're, they're obviously very related and they all kind of, you know, they, they, it kind of came in pairs for me at each stage. So, like I said, I, I had this like kind of initial awakening with personal development and Tony Robbins. And then um, mm -hmm. shortly thereafter, I really got into new age spirituality um, mm -hmm. and I got into it through a, uh, a, a type of, um, belief system called spiritism, which is quite popular in Brazil. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a lot of channeled information, um, that goes into, I would say the depths of how reincarnation works, mm -hmm. um, and, uh, and, and just ascension overall. And it's really, really beautiful. It's really cool. Um, and I kind of cut my teeth there in terms of new age spirituality with, with that. Um, mm -hmm. with, with, with those texts. Um, so I got, you know, I think just the fact that, you know, we've done this before, we may do it again. Um, mm -hmm. you know, we're all coming in to this world with different levels of wisdom and information and gifts. Um, mm -hmm. just understanding the whole reincarnational process. I, it was just like, yeah, this is obviously what's happening. This is obviously mm -hmm. like the way this game is set up. Yeah. Um, so that was like just really, really, really revolutionary for me. And then I started to just read a lot of books um, that were related to spiritism and related to reincarnational concepts and things like that. And I think just, you know, really just got into the high level basics of like how this game works. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and, uh, and then continued on with my personal development, reading different books and things of that nature, you know, uh, you know, the uh, Stephen Covey and, you know, other, you know, personal development gurus. Um, so that was kind of the first step of it. And then, or the first phase of my spiritual awakening. And mm -hmm. then the second spiritual awakening, I think really came when I, started to do Reiki, um, yeah. and started to receive Reiki. So the first, so the first time I got Reiki was, um, from, from a gentleman in Colombia, uh, uh, the, the country, not the, not the, not the school. Um, <laughs> and, uh, I, I just had a transformational experience. I'm like, what is going on? Like I am mm -hmm. laying here. This guy is on the other side of the globe. I'm feeling all sorts of weird energy. Like, like yeah. how, what, where, why, yep. what is going on? Like I was just blown away. Yeah. I was totally blown away. So Reiki, it was around that same time, literally around that same time that I got really into um, the thick of positive psychology, which yeah. um, if you follow positive psychology, there's a guy by the name of Martin Seligman. Martin mm -hmm. Seligman pretty much founded positive psychology and he's the guru behind positive, positive psychology. 
and I started to read a lot of his, you know, his texts um, and his books. Yeah. I got really into everything that he did. Um, and I, I got the, what's called the Bible of positive psychology, which is a 24 character strengths yeah. book. Um, it's like, it's about 800 pages thick. And it's just like, it really is a, it's a Bible for mental health. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I got, that was kind of my second phase, which is, which is this, you know, you know, deep, deep digging into positive psychology and Reiki. Um, and then yeah. I would say I kind of had a third spiritual awakening when I started the channel. When I started the channel, that's when things mm -hmm. really kind of took off in a different way. Um, and I, I had already been a light worker for a while. I had my own practice. I've been practicing and training on Reiki for years, um, but I didn't know how to channel. And then one day I tried to mm -hmm. channel. I just thought um, I was I was just feeling called to do it, um, mm -hmm. and I figured it out. And I figured it out yeah. really quickly. And yeah. uh, that was kind of my third spiritual awakening. So there's like there's layers here. There's layers going on. There's so many layers and um, uh, about a million more questions that I have, um, but all of this is beautiful. I guess, you know, the first thing, I'd, let's pause for a minute and maybe explain just in your words what Reiki is for people who may not know or may not have had um, really any, you know, uh, exposure to energy healing at this point. Sure, sure. Yeah, so Reiki is just spiritual, spiritual energy. So Rei means spirit. Key means energy. It's a yeah. Japanese word. It's a, I would say it's, it's a Japanese word, but it's mm -hmm. not really a Japanese modality. I mean, it is, but it yeah. was, you know, energy healing has been in existence for thousands of years, practiced by shamans, practiced by medicine people, practiced mm -hmm. all over the globe. Um, it's, mm -hmm. you know, you know, practiced in ancient Egypt, you know, it's as old as the stones. Um, yeah. But it was rediscovered in Japan about a hundred years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's why we, we carry the, the Japanese name, which is Reiki, um, yeah. which just means spirit energy. And it's really Wonderful. about utilizing the spiritual energy that is around us and in us to heal faster. Yeah. And we all heal. We're healing all the time. You know, you go to bed, you heal, you know, mm -hmm. if you lay down, if you take a nap, if you just take a rest, you're healing. Your body's always in a healing mode, but Reiki mm -hmm. is just a way of speeding it up. So yeah. it's an accelerator for healing and for personal growth. Beautiful. I think that's a much more succinct uh, uh, description than I would have given. I would have been like, it's everywhere. It's around us and you feel it. it so thank you for <laughs> boiling yeah. it down so yeah. well. It is. It's um, that too. It's that yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just hard for me to, for some reason, put it into words, but I want to jump forward now um, um, to channeling because I find um, channeling to be sure. fascinating. And um, you consider, you, you called this your third spiritual awakening and you said you just kind of figured it out. Can you tell me a little bit more about what happened when you just figured out channeling? That was weird. It was funny. Yeah. Um, so yeah, the, the, there's a lot of weird stuff that went on there. Yeah. Um, so I had, uh, I had inherited a curse, a really weird curse that really? Um, I had been unable to clear. Yep. And it was a, the curse basically got activated whenever I would take a hot shower. And if I took a hot shower, if, if, if hot water hit my head, my whole energy system would like shut down. 
So basically the worst part of the day, every day was when I took a hot shower and I'd feel like crap after I took a hot shower. Um, so, uh, and I, I knew that this was like, there was some sort of weird Uh energetic ancestral thing going on with this, this, this curse. And I, I just, I wasn't able to get rid of it. Like I had done a lot of clearings, a lot of ancestral healing, and I still had this weird curse. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, I decided that I was going to try and channel, uh, a healing for this curse. Okay. And the first time I channeled was to try to channel the healing for this curse to try and figure it out. And, Mm -hmm. and I figured it out. And basically I started communicating with a being. This being was on the galactic federation of light allegedly. Um, and they started giving me what was basically the, the process for running this healing on myself. Yeah. And I was kind of like, I never channeled before. And I was like, am I talking to myself? Is this really happening? It's kind of subtle. You know, is this like, like, am I just making this up? Is this just my imagination? It was, it was unclear. And the first channeling session was like, it was just really weird. I I channeled a lot of like very specific information around this curse removal. And it was like with lots of like weird, you know, channeling the ray from Sirius B and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what is this? I don't even know. Like, what? Like, I, I, I was really like weirded out, you know, Yeah. sort of. But, um, so I did this, this, I did a channeling session. I channeled sort of what was allegedly the, the solution for my curse removal. And then the second time I tried it, they actually ran the healing on me and they removed Mm. the curse real time as I was channeling. And, and, and since then I've been able to take hot showers and I'm okay. Um, and, uh, it was, it was, it was crazy. I, I I suddenly became the you know, the, the captain of my own healing. And I didn't have to go to all these other healers and like buy their healing. I could just download the healings directly from the galactic realms. And that opened up a whole, you know, slew of me channeling new activations and healings and solutions. And it just like within six months, I was doing the Stargate Um, or within probably about nine months, I was doing the Stargate from after that. So, um, you know, uh, and, and doing automated Reiki and all these crazy things. And just, it just all just, just came out of me like a waterfall. It was wild. So, um, a million more questions here. So when you were channeling this, had you, before this came through, did you know who the Galactic Federation was? Do you know who Arcturians were? Was this all new to you or had you, were you familiar with these concepts before? I was familiar with the concepts, but it was still a little new to me. Um, yeah. I've been working a lot with the Ascended Masters and things like sure. that previous to that. And then um, I started learning some Arcturian healings through another healer out of California. So yeah. I was familiar with the Arcturian energies, um, but I hadn't been working with them for that long. Yeah. But um, I had been ramping up pretty quickly. So yeah. uh, I... You know, I was familiar with the galactic healings, with, with the galactic energy in general. I was yeah. familiar with the Galactic Federation of Light, but I hadn't really dealt with them directly. So sure. I, I was and I wasn't, to answer your question. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I would imagine still experiencing it directly must have been, I mean, maybe overwhelming, surprising. Or were you like, oh, hey, these are my Crazy. new friends? <laughs> 
no i was like whoa yeah <laughs> I was yeah. just like wow yeah. wow wow i mean i mean number one i was spending so much money on healing i was yeah. spending so much money on new training you know to have a direct pipeline to the galactic realms and to be able yeah. to download my own healings without having to spend money was yeah. just massive for me because i was spending a lot of time and a lot of money on this stuff so yeah. that really opened things up for me in an amazing way um and uh i think it was just really surreal it was just very 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 surreal yeah. um and really cool really exciting uh a really a really exciting and fun time in my development for sure and i was just yeah. i was just launching the reiki club then um so yeah it was it was a really cool surreal time so you started this channeling you were you start channeling personal healing and then they start giving you i guess modalities for other people and yeah. then you mentioned yeah. the stargate can you explain what the stargate is yeah so um i'll take a step back so basically i <laughs> this is kind of funny um mm -hmm. i i had a i had a, a business and it was more of a traditional Reiki slash coaching business. And mm -hmm. um, I was taking a walk with my, with my ex at the time, or with, with my ex-girlfriend, my girlfriend at the time. Um, and I came up with the idea of, of, of uh, I was going to do, I, I was just come, like just throwing around business ideas. And I'm like, maybe I'll do like a pet Reiki club. And like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, I think I'm going to get into pet Reiki. Um, Cause that is a thing. And like, mm -hmm. and I'm like, yeah, I'll call it the pet, the pet Reiki club. And uh -huh. she's like, okay, sure. Do that. Um, and then I'm like, you know, that's a stupid idea. I don't have pets. I've never even healed a, a cat or a dog. Like, yeah, like, that's probably not very aligned, but I like the name. I yeah. like the pet Reiki club. That's a good name. I'm like the Reiki club is a good name. Yeah. Um, and I started to think about it more and I really wanted to create a business that was going to help people at scale. Yeah. Um, I really wanted to create a business that was going to be more automated and more efficient than what I was doing. Um, mm -hmm. And I came up with an idea um, and it was a good idea. And I basically created a bunch of crystal grids that mm -hmm. were going to power automated Reiki for people. Um, and I spent about, I don't know, three grand or something like that, or two grand uh -huh. on, on crystal grids. And I built the Reiki club based on a bunch of crystal grids. Yeah. Um, and I was going to use that to power my healings. Yeah. And the crystal grids ended up working okay, but not great. Mm -hmm. um, and it really wasn't that scalable of a system. So then I created something, I channeled something called the orbs mm -hmm. from the Arcturians. Um, and then I created basically a system using these orbs where I could like take a healing and store it in a file system in the ether mm -hmm. um, and then rerun that on my clients later on. So I wouldn't have to do a, a, a healing every single time on people so that I could mm -hmm. have an, an automated way to do these healings. So I, I kind of created this orb system. And then about four months later, I bought a Stargate mm -hmm. and a Stargate is basically, um, it's a funny looking metal contraption that connects mm -hmm. you 
to the overall galactic platform that powers mm -hmm. much of our universe. Um, mm -hmm. So getting the Stargate ended up connecting me to this system. And then through this system, I was able to set up automated Reiki in a much more scalable fashion. Mm -hmm. And since then, I've been using the Stargate to automate my healings. But like I said, this is like, that was like uh, version three of everything mm. I was doing. So the first version was the Crystal Grids. Then I used the Orbs. And then eventually I used the Stargate. And it was just another mechanism. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. um, it was just another mechanism for me trying to automate and make my healings more efficient for people. Understood. Okay. That makes sense because I've seen on your site um, lifetime Reiki memberships, um, which I haven't really yeah. seen anybody else offer. So you're saying that you can, through the Stargate, if somebody says, I want Reiki every week or every day or every month for the next 30 years, you can just set basically a yeah. program and the Stargate will just run that. Yep. It's all wow. automated. It's all automated. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. So... I would love to kind of fast forward a little bit um, with, you know, you went through all of these spiritual awakenings. Where are you now with all sure. of this? I know that we talked a little bit about positive psychology and I, I want to definitely dig into that a little bit more, but I feel like you've had so much transformation over just the past few years of your life since maybe the pandemic leading up to now. What, what is the current Reiki club and Pete up to now? So I think right now, um, you know, I've gone through a lot of transformation um, yeah. and I've gone through, I've had my own up, ups and downs. I was really sick for a while. I got long COVID. Yeah. I was really, really out of it physically for a long time. So I took time off from working. I took time off from everything really just to heal from that. Um, mm -hmm. And lately I've been just doing a lot of work on myself as opposed to working with other people. Um, yeah. and it's been, it's been really good. Uh, yeah. it's been really good. I've felt myself become a lot more centered, having a lot more fun, um, mm -hmm. and just really just finding a deeper level of authenticity and, and consistency, um, yeah. in my life. So, um, you know, I think this chapter for me recently has yeah. just been about Pete, um, mm -hmm. you know, and it's been, I've, it's been great to serve people still, um, you know, I offer people free activations and free clearings and things like that. Um, and people take me up on those offers. But, you know, really, I, I took a, a step away from service um, and a step toward my own personal development. Um, yeah. And I've dug even deeper into positive psychology. Um, yeah. I've channeled, um, I think, what would be, you know, an extension of positive psychology and I've used that for my own personal development and yeah. uh I'm feeling great. Yeah. And thing, excuse me. And things are things are really good. Yeah. Um things are things are feeling really, really, really good. And I'm feeling like I'm creating a new base to try to mm -hmm. serve people at a higher level. Yeah. Um and serving people through through my healings and through my training. So yeah. My training helps people connect with their own Stargate. It helps mm -hmm. people create their own modality. It helps people mm -hmm. create their own spiritual business in a more scalable mm -hmm. fashion. And I offer mm -hmm. mentorship and I offer just spot training for people that just like, I just want to learn the Stargate. I want to learn how it works. I want mm -hmm. to take my business to the next level. You know, yeah. I help them with that as well. So I love that. Yeah. I love that. 
So Pete, I, I want to make sure we do touch on positive psychology and your kind of um, yeah. your viewpoints when it comes to personal development, because I see that as such an important part of your life. You know, we, before we jumped on, we were talking about how, yeah. you know, you're, we're, both of us are woo woo as we like to joke, but we're also regular people. And we also work on yeah. ourselves in, in sometimes very practical and maybe seemingly mundane ways. So maybe we can start with just in yeah. your words, what positive psychology is and why it's important to you. Sure. You know, and, and, and I mean, at the end of the day, I mean, so much of life is mundane. So much of life yeah. is just having good habits. Um, mm -hmm. you know, knowing what really maximizes your energy and, sure. you know, that's, that's pretty mundane and that's pretty typical of everyone, you know, but mm -hmm. you know, if you don't master those things, you know, you're just, you're going to have a, a lower quality of life. Um, mm -hmm. so, you know, I really, have a great reverence for the mundane um, yeah. and a great reverence for, you know, you know, five o'clock in the morning when I'm up and I'm, I'm doing my exercises every day, every day, you know, that's as important as the Reiki. Um, mm -hmm. So I really, I really, you know, have, uh, I really value, you know, all of the personal development work that, that I leverage in my life. Um, so what is positive psychology? Positive psychology is the study of mental health. Um, and mm -hmm. I would say that if you look at the broader scope of psychology, psychology in general studies mental illness. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, there's, there's many psychologists and there's many psychiatrists that are experts in mental illness, but they're not necessarily mm -hmm. experts in mental health. What does that mean? Mm -hmm. That means that we can study mental illness till we're blue in the face and we can know how to treat it to a certain extent. But what's more important is trying to study the traits and qualities that embody mm -hmm. mental health. And as mm -hmm. we move closer to that, we move farther away from mental illness. Yeah. Um, so, um, you know, these virtues, these character strengths, whether they be bravery or humor or critical thinking, or curiosity. These are things that they're universal qualities, they're universal traits that we all need to develop. And yeah. basically, um, you know, we're all a little bit different. Some of us have slightly different weightings on certain strengths versus others. But at the end of the day, you know, our desire to have a better life is directly related to our ability to be authentic day mm -hmm. in day out and positive psychology kind of gives you a decoder key on how to do that. Yeah. And that's why yeah. I love it. And I continually sharpen the sword and I continually go back to this decoder key to figure out how I can be a better version of myself tomorrow as opposed to today. Yeah. Yeah. That's beautiful. And I love that you bring up the word authenticity because mm -hmm. I, I am a huge proponent yeah. of living an authentic life and being your authentic self. Um, yeah. Can you maybe give some examples of practical ways that positive psychology helps you be authentic, helps you to be the best version of yourself? Are there certain um, practical tips? Are there certain methodologies that positive psychology has given you? Sure. So, um, you know, I think that one thing that I have done 
which has really helped is trying to find that one virtue that really lights you up. Mm-hmm. There's usually one virtue that just really, really, really lights me up or lights other lights, lights someone else up. And it may be different from your core virtue, but you know, I have a core virtue. Um, you know, one of my really, you know, stalwart core virtues is, is humor. Um, mm-hmm. and I try and just keep things light all the time. I always try and like do whatever I can to like keep myself laughing, um, and keep myself in an upbeat light mood. Um, and I think the more you can understand some of these core virtues that really just make you tick, you can focus on them and really, really master those so yeah. that you can be in a great state. Um, mm-hmm. and so that you can mimic some of these states that you're in when you're around your best friends, you know, you're in your sauce, you're just having a great time, you know, these things help you deconstruct exactly how to do that, exactly who you are at your most authentic level. Um, And like I said, one thing that I've done is just like holding, you know, really near and dear um, humor, you know, when I need to use it, which is, you know, pretty much all day, every day. So yeah, yeah, that's just, that's, that's just one approach to it. That's really interesting that humor you consider a value because I think we we forget the importance of laughter in our lives, especially I think, and this yeah. is just my opinion, in the spiritual community, sometimes we can get very serious um, about ourselves and we forget um, to laugh at ourselves a little bit and just remember how silly life can be or how fun life can be. Um, are there any yeah. other values or any other techniques that you use in positive psychology that have helped you? Yeah, I mean, you know, decisiveness is something that I like, I also hold near and dear to myself right now. So that's something that I've been focused on quite a bit. Um, There's a lot of different tests that you can take um, Mm -hmm. that are related to positive psychology, you can go and take a test right now off the values and action website, which is the main positive psychology website. Um, if you, if you, you know, if, if you were so inclined to take a test and see what your core virtues are, um, Mm -hmm. but, uh, you know, and I used to offer those to my clients and like get them to take those exams and then, or to take, get them to take the tests. And then I would review the results with them. And I kind of go through a whole process. And, um, I think I'm kind of trying to figure out how I want to layer in positive psychology into my Mm -hmm. own work because, um, it can be quite extensive. Yeah. And my programs have have traditionally been pretty lightweight. Um, Mm -hmm. so I'm, I'm kind of at a, at a crossroads of really understanding how I want to implement more positive psychology into my business. I know that I need to, but the question is how am I going to do it? Um, so that's kind of like just something that I'm working on right now, which is part of the reason why I'm relaunching things and, revamping things in my business and and things of that nature. Yeah. And you know, that's actually a really good segue because I wanted to kind of spend, um, you know, just kind of the end of our time here talking about the future. I know you said that you are taking that pause to, you know, think about yourself, look at yourself, make sure that you're taking care of yourself. Do you kind of have a vision for the future of the Reiki club? Do you um, see yourself expanding it? Do you see it changing or do you see you kind of um, moving into maybe a different project? That's a great question. Um, you know, I think for now, um, 
I'm excited to get back to basics. I'm excited to get back mm-hmm. to some of these programs that I've, um, you know, been offering for a while, which is the Stargate stuff. Um, so I think that, you know, I think it's going to be a revamping and just a relaunch of some of these programs. So, uh, I don't foresee anything super evolutionary or super, you know, super drastic in terms of like how I'm going to be changing things, um, at least near term, but mm-hmm. then longer term, um, I'm open to the mystery, you know, yeah. <laughs> and like all these things are very mysterious and like, even my business is, 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 is mysterious in its own way. So, um, you know, it's, it'll be interesting to see it the way things, uh, evolve and interesting to see, you know, new ideas and new opportunities and see exactly what changes I make. But I think for now, I think it's just going to be going back to basics, which for me, which is, is going back to the Stargate trainings and things like that. Yeah. Wonderful. And to wrap things up, Pete, I always like to ask my yeah. guests um, to give advice to listeners. So I explained to you before we jumped on that um, lots of the people who listen or watch this show are spiritual seekers. I like to call us spiritual misfits, people who are figuring out their beliefs, figuring out um, where to go, what, what are their beliefs? What's, what is their spiritual path? Can you maybe give um, all of us some advice for those who are trying to figure out what they believe and what path they they want to take. Do you have any advice for people who are just figuring it out? Yeah. Um I think I think if you're if you're still trying to understand what you believe, I think that I would just read. I would mm-hmm. just try to read as much information out there. Um and try and understand, you know, other people's opinions, other books, other, um, other, uh, you know, meta concepts that you feel you resonate with. And as you collect these new ideas and these new concepts, you're going to see how they correlate to things in your life or how they don't correlate to things in your life. Um, Mm -hmm. so, you know, so much of my, seeking i was seeking for a long time um and really unsure what i was believing or unsure exactly how this game exactly worked the game of life um and now i'm at a point where like i'm i pretty much know where i need to be at all times in my life i pretty much know exactly what's going on why it's going on doesn't mean i like it doesn't mean it's like doesn't mean that it's fun but like i understand what's going on and why at all times and i think that is what our beliefs are there for, right? Like yeah. I think our beliefs are just there to help us understand, okay, what's going on in my life right now and why? They give us mm-hmm. clarity. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, I think sometimes you need to seek and just read books and read different texts and find, you know, the opinions of other people and other concepts so that you can formulate your own concepts and your own beliefs so that eventually you can reach a point where you have some true clarity in your life. So you understand, okay, this is what's going on and why. And I understand exactly what's going on. Wow. That is amazing advice. <laughs> that was wonderful. Yeah. Thank you, Pete. That was, that was great. <laughs> yeah, I, thank think you. I, I think I needed that advice as well. Cause I'm, 
always uh, retooling uh, my own beliefs. But anyway, Pete, um, tell us a little bit just about where people can find you and just uh, a quick recap of your services and how people can work with you. Sure. So um, my website is thereikiclub.com. People can find me there. People can find me on my course on Udemy. You can just search for Arcturian Reiki. And I've got a course there in Udemy that you can uh, that you can sign up for, which is pretty low cost. It's probably under $50 right now. Um, so through my company and through my courses, I offer people healing. I offer people training. Um, and then in the coming weeks and months, I'll be relaunching my Stargate programs. So for people that want to learn how to channel their own modality, for people that want to learn how to automate Reiki, for people that want to take their spiritual business to the next level, then I'll be helping them through these mentorships and other training programs that I'll be offering as well. So once again, my website is thereikiclub.com, and you can find me on the Arcturian Reiki course on Udemy. And uh, there you go. There's my plug. So. Awesome. <laughs> no, perfect. That was great. Thank yeah. you so much, yeah. Pete. This Thank was- you so much for tuning in to this episode of the Highly Spiritual Person Podcast. I really hope you found this conversation inspiring and uplifting. If you did, please consider hitting that like button and subscribing to our channel for more updates. And remember, sharing is caring, so if you think others would benefit from this content, don't hesitate to share it with your friends and family. We'll be back with more exciting content, so stay tuned and stay curious.